Hey, welcome back. So I audited a list of hundreds of Shopify sellers in the wellness space, and I noticed three things that they're doing that are really impacting their sales. And I wanted to talk about that in this episode because it's something that I know this is just in the wellness space, like supplements, beauty, skincare, et cetera. But these three things are what I discover with most early stage brands doing between zero and two mil a year. And I wanted to have a conversation about it because I figured if this list of over two, three, four hundred sellers was struggling with this, imagine what you might be going through and the challenges that you might have. So I thought it would make a good episode. This is the Launch and Scale podcast, the home of some of the best e-commerce advice on the internet today. Whether you're launching your first product or scaling your existing storefront, we include conversations from industry experts, best practices, and practical tips to help you run a profitable e-commerce brand online today. I'm your host, Kirsten, and my mission is to create 100 seven-figure brands by 2027. If you're going to be one of them, be sure to subscribe and not miss another episode. By the way, for more resources and information on how to work with us, go to launchandscale.co. Remember, that's .co, not .com. Apart from that, let's get into the episode. So this, the symptom that we see if you are experiencing one of these three things is a few things. It could be low revenue. It could be that your revenue has actually gone down in the last six months despite your best efforts. And you don't really know what's going on. So let's have a conversation about that. The first thing that I see, and probably the biggest problem that you can see on the surface is vague messaging. So what I mean by that is like, if you picture a consumer who's shopping for lip gloss or they're shopping for period underwear or a meditation pillow or some of these like prime consumer products, just going to Amazon alone, you're gonna see the hundreds of options that consumers have. And what do you do when you have a, when you're not doing drop shipping, but you actually have a custom product that is truly unique. But when someone goes to your website or goes to your social media, they don't really see how your product is different from all of the other options out there. If you've noticed your sales, you've been struggling with your sales or your sales have gone down in the last six to eight months, this is, I believe, a direct correlation between the number of options consumers have in your space. You're in a very competitive niche and without distinct branding, what we call building your oasis of influence positioning, which you can go to our website to grab the roadmap on exactly how to counter this and how to get your brand to be distinct. But when you do not have distinct messaging, what happens is new customers come to your website and they're like, oh, this is just like another collagen website. Even though you know you've put a custom formula in it and it's specifically designed for athletes, but your intention behind the product is not being communicated in a way for customers to see quickly how your product is different at a point that gets them to purchase. So this is the biggest, biggest thing I saw on this list that one out of every hundred brands, maybe even two, had distinct messaging and all the rest looked like commodities. And a commodity is something that looks like every other product out there and there's nothing distinct and unique about it. But what hurts is that this list is specifically of curated distinct brands. So... That is one huge mistake I'm seeing that is affecting sellers moving into the new year is essentially because of too many choices consumers have, 
you have been commoditized and you need to work to distinct your product messaging in a way so customers understand exactly how it's unique and have it stand out in a way so you can really build a thriving, profitable brand and see your sales go up. So if you are someone, a um, a seller struggling with this, again, go to our website, check out our million dollar roadmap and check out how to build your Oasis of Influence positioning so that you can counter this and get ahead for the new, the new year, sorry. Um, So the second mistake I see is Amazon dominance. So I love Amazon. Everyone loves Amazon for the convenience. And it's really like you don't have a business in 2024 if you're not on Amazon, but Amazon alone and selling on Amazon has created a massive problem with these businesses that, I mean, you don't even see behind the scenes, but with Amazon hiking up their fees and maintaining complete control nearly over your listing, it really hurts your profit margins and your ability to scale. We did an audit comparing the uh, the sales from their Shopify store to their Amazon stores. And most of these brands, there is a 80-20 split between like Amazon has 80% of, is where 80% of the revenue is coming from and 20% is from Shopify. And that's really concerning because being on Amazon gouges your fees. Sure, it gives you visibility, but if you're... Shopify store and going D to C is really how you're able to control the narrative, build an email list that you can contact and um, offer smart upsells and just really own a business and have that control. It's really concerning to see a heavy skew toward Amazon. And, you know, this happens for various reasons, but a lot of the time, um, Number one, with having vague messaging and struggling with really stepping into a solid D2C engine um, with distinct branding and distinct messaging on Shopify is the very reason why most of these brands feel kind of handcuffed to Amazon, even though selling mostly on Amazon is killing their profits. The third thing I see is that, um, and, and this is specifically for lower ticket items, so like supplements or anyone selling skincare at a ticket price between like $20 to $60. When you're selling lower ticket items like that, it is very difficult to scale profitably with ads if you don't have a smart bundling strategy in place. So what I mean by that is if we look at how Um, you know, we'll look at a couple of case studies here. We'll look at a supplement brand that sells one supplement for $50 or maybe a line of supplements, but on average it's like 40 to $50 each. Now, when we look at putting paid traffic behind that to acquire one new customer, let's assume that you acquire one new customer for $20. And if we assume you, uh, the average price is $50 and you've just spent $25 acquiring that customer, you have $25 left in your margin. And that needs to cover inventory to actually, you know, cover the cost of that product. It may have to cover shipping and you need operating costs in there to even like scale your business. So when you look at what's left after acquiring a new customer on a low ticket item, there's no margin left. So most supplement brands end up relying in the very beginning on making their profit back from reorders after I go back after month two or month three to reorder the supplement. And for cash flow, talk about constraints because where you're laying out the money today to acquire that customer, you're not going to make 
profit on that until, you know, if it's a monthly subscription, likely two to three months into the future, assuming you've got good customer retention. So that makes it really, really hard to scale because you've just, you have no margin on that first order. So one of the ways to get around that is smart bundling. If you can increase how much someone is paying at that initial cart value, that's gonna help you have good margins. But the other thing is what if you are also not optimizing your pricing strategy? What if you're charging too little for your product? Or what if with a tweak in your messaging, you're able to rebrand as a premium item to then increase your margins? There's also some things you could do with like product line extension, et cetera. But ultimately, um, one of the reasons you may be struggling to sell is because you just don't have the margins to scale. And that can be alleviated with smart pricing strategies, uh, uh, smart product positioning, as well as smart bundling options and upsells. So these are some of the three things I saw and I can only imagine, um, you, I know you may not be in the wellness space if you're listening to this, but all online sellers are struggling with one of these today. And I would love to hear from you. Um, I make these episodes based on questions that come in or conversations I have. So if you have anything specific that you would like to me to cover in a future episode, either comment on the YouTube video with what that looks like or send us an email. Um, you can reach us at hello at launchandscale.co. Outside of that, thank you for listening. And here's to a profitable next year. Hey, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit subscribe on your mobile device. And for more resources and information on how you can launch and scale your e-commerce business online, be sure to go to launchandscale.co. And we've also got a ton of free actionable content available on TikTok and YouTube. Just be sure to go to either platform, search for Kirsten, my name, K-H-I-E-R-S-T-Y-N. Apart from that, we'll see you in the next episode.